Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Bright Side with Technicia, and I'm your host, Technicia. <coughs> Excuse me. Had a clear my throat there. Glad to have you on. Another week, starting off with a, what, what we in the second week of March. Uh, we'll be looking at spring very soon, so don't forget to, uh, don't forget Saturday. Your time going forward, so um, make sure you remember that part. Um, but anyhow, you know, I'm I'm just blessed to be here today. Today is a beautiful day. You know, I'm I'm trying to stay positive as always. Got some disappointing news, but I'm not gonna let that rain on my parade. Um, you know, when life throws you lemons, you gotta know how to make lemonade, right? And that's that's part of life. You get your challenges, you get your obstacles, but you gotta know how to overcome those and you gotta also stay prayed up, definitely. Most definitely. I feel grand that I went back to church because I, I kind of weaned away from that. My mother brought me up in the church, but I started slowly weaning away. But now I'm trying to get back with the Lord and everything. So it feels really good to get that word in you daily. And don't even, I mean, church is the foundation, but just to know the word. So I'm focusing more on that with myself. But anyhow, I'm not going to bore you with my story here, because it's not about me today. This is an interesting story, because I never even heard of <clears throat> this, what we're about to discuss, but I want you to keep your ears open, because here with me today is a special guest. Her name is Ronelle Wood, and she is gifted in her chosen field of myofascia release and a woman of exceptional talent as a writer, teacher, mentor, and public speaker. She speaks to the heart of the desire of hundreds of clients students, readers, and listeners to heal and rid themselves of pain as well as develop their own abilities to facilitate healing. She is a source of simple but life-changing touch, wisdom, and words of inspiration that come from her own experience of healing physical, emotional, and spiritual pain. She sees that miracles can be achieved every day and is dedicated to sharing with the world the truth she has learned. Once a speech pathologist with a master's degree, Wood is now a respected authority on phasia and healing. After realizing that a high IQ couldn't make pain go away, she found that her EQ was even higher. She discovered through myo and true body alignment what she had never found in talk therapy, prescription drugs, or surgery. Wood's methods for a hybrid called true body, combining the science of body mechanics with a myofascial release. You might say it is a mat-to-table experience. Since 2008, clients have been traveling from all over the world to her sanctuary and 
Ajwa, California, for this unique combination of treatment and instruction because it provides the results they're looking for. Clients get long-term relief for, from such ailments as plantar fasciitis, rotator cuff tears, joint pain, knee surgery, back pain, injury, surgery, hip and knee replacement, pelvic floor disorder, and fibromyalgia. They learn that decrepitude is not an inevitable aspect of aging. Lasting health solutions are simple. Not always easy, though. Renelle's clear way of communicating and her easy sense of humor leads her students and clients with breakthrough information. New learn that works so well for them that they'll use it and never forget it. And neither will you today. So please call in at 347-426-3751 with your questions. Keep your ears open and tune in because it's about to get started. Renelle, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. This is an interesting topic because I never heard of it, so I would definitely... I'm, I'm willing to dive on in and learn so much about this. Well, Technicia, thank you for having me on today. And I want to thank you also for bringing light into this world with your show. Oh, you're welcome. And it is about you, actually. And it's about me, and it's about all of us <laughs> learning more about right. our own body in a way that is very empowering. Right. And that's what brought me, uh, I thought this would be a great topic. You know, a lot of things we don't know, and we're all students, regardless if you're out of college or or whatnot, we're still here to actually learn. So what really inspired you to write the book, Touching Light, How to Hear Your Fiber Optic Fascia? The inspiration for writing the book came from a client of mine who was a writer, and he kept bugging me. <laughs> he came in for treatment because he needed a knee replacement. And okay. um, so I worked with him before he had the surgery and after. And he would just lay there saying, you have something special here, lady. You have got to write about this. And I would just kind of shine him on and say, yeah, 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 someday I will. Until he finally said, will you please write the book I will write the foreword for it, and that's how the book came to be because his reputation was so huge. I knew that if he endorsed it, that many people would get to see it. Why? Wow. What? Now, exactly, what is um, Fazia, if I said it correctly, and, and why should we care about it? <laughs> Precisely. Fascia, the way it's pronounced, even though it's spelled F-A-S-C-I-A, it often Mm -hmm. uh, gets mispronounced because nobody's heard about it before, and my desire is for it to become a household word someday, where everybody knows that fascia uh, sounds like fascist or fashion. (laughs) Yes. It, It is connective tissue. And while that may sound boring, there's an aspect that we just learned about it in the last six years that makes it very, very exciting. Wow. But you know what? A lot of people might don't care about it, but it is a part of your human body. And, I mean, um, you, you need it. And if you really think about it, because to me, if you really think of your bones as your heart scaling, 
I'm guessing your nostalgia is that soft skeleton part, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. And what what led me in this direction in the first place is going in search of what works for healing my own body. And okay. I think many of us are experiencing frustration with the current way the Western medical model works. We're often being told that the pain that's going on inside our body is just something we have to get used to, that we're getting older and we should just stop doing the things that we love doing and not expect too much of ourselves and just await decrepitude, (laughs) getting Mm -hmm. progressively creaky and immobile. And when we complain enough, I believe that physicians' desire to help is very real. And the tools that they've been given to help are fairly limited. So when you go in with pain that they cannot see on an X-ray or an MRI because it's in your soft tissue, they will want to prescribe medicine to stop the pain and make it turn off. And a lot of these prescription medicines are very addictive, and it isn't really the solution to the problem because this is an analogy that I give that I think is super helpful. If you hear a fire alarm going off in your house, mm-hmm. is your is your um, instinct to go find the fire and put it out or turn off the alarm? And oftentimes prescription medication for pain is just turning off an alarm that's going on inside your body. And I would much rather find what is the source of this pain and deal with that and heal that instead of just make myself numb temporarily. Another thing that physicians will suggest is surgery. They'll say, oh, well, you know, if it's bothering you, let's just cut it out. And we are not like a a wristwatch that you can take apart, remove pieces, put pieces back in, and not have it affect us in a really big way. And one of the ways that we are affected is when the connective tissue inside our body is cut, it doesn't repair the way that it was. It repairs like plaid or a darn in a sock. All of the fibers heal crisscross, diagonal, back and forth to make it thicker. And when it um, is healing, those little fibers reach out and they try to stabilize and attach to anything that they can inside your body Mm. to make sure that it's reinforced. And so if you had a C-section... 30 Mm -hmm. years ago, and you're now having difficulty with um, going to the bathroom frequently or pain when you walk or uterine prolapse, they'll tell you that this is just an aspect of aging, that you pee when you sneeze or jump up and down or um, that you can't hold your urine or that you have to go to the bathroom all the time. 
and they don't realize that it is related to the scar from your C-section 30 years ago. In fact, they'll tell you, no, that can't be possible. That was too long ago. But many of us um, are experiencing pain and discomfort in our body from things that happened a long time ago, not just surgery. Wow. It's amazing because the body is connected in so in so many ways that it's, it's really unbelievable. Wow. It is. Yeah, and it helps if I if I pause for a minute and let that sink mm-hmm. in because I know when I start to talk about these things, many people go, oh, wait a minute, oh, I have that, or I know somebody who has that. And now they're wanting to know, tell me more, what do I do about this? How can I understand this differently than the way my doctor explained it to me? And here's what's exciting. Please interrupt anytime you need to, because I can just no, go I, on and on. Because <laughs> that's what I was, Renee. That's what I was going to ask you since you just mentioned uh, about the doctor. Um, does I mean, would you really expect your doctor to know about fascia, or or do you have to really find a specialist in that department? Really good point. Many doctors regard fascia as packing material in your body, just something okay. that holds everything together and it's in the way. And in order to get to your appendix or your knee, they just need to slice through it. So they, they get it out of the way and they use a scalpel and they just go scrape, 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 cut right through it mm. and get to oh. whatever they're after. I know. And when uh, they sew it back together, they know that it's going to make a scar, but they don't realize the long-term effect of what they're doing and exactly what that mechanism is. So if I may, I'll explain the function of fascia. Oh, okay. It, It has three functions. It is connective. So, yes, it does connect everything inside you. It's protective, so it squeezes in like a sea anemone when you get scared. And three, it communicates. So it transfers information from one area of your body to another faster than any nerve impulse they've been able to measure. And that's huge. So if I were to describe its connective nature... I would ask you to imagine an orange. An orange without its peel still holds its shape. It has that round shape covered in all that white stuff, which is the connective tissue of the orange. And we're like that. I know this seems like a a gross thing to think of, but without our skin, everything doesn't just fall down to the ground. It is surrounded underneath our skin with superficial fascia Mm. but you know you can take a section out of an orange and Mm -hmm. it has its own encasement it holds its shape too because it has its own wrapper and we're like that inside all of our muscles and organs are wrapped in fascia individually but you can also open a section of the orange and see that 
each little tiny piece of pulp inside has its own surrounding wrapper, and we do too inside our muscles and inside our organs, and it penetrates and surrounds everything all the way down to bone. And bone is just mineralized fascia. So when the question is asked, where is fascia in the body? It's everywhere. It connects and surrounds everything. It's like an internal, three-dimensional fishnet inside us. And when you affect one little piece, if I traction someone's arm, Mm -hmm. I just gently grab their wrist and I lean backward like I'm water skiing. They're laying on the table and I pull really slowly, not aggressively, and just wait while I maintain that traction. The fascia in the arm begins to extend and telescope and stretch and then it begins to be felt through the chest and it can be felt into the belly, the neck, the head, the other arm. It can even cause little um, sparks of electric feeling in your feet or your toes or your nose because we're accessing this internal web and we're pulling on it as if you were to pull on a little piece in your sweater that was sticking mm-hmm. out. It, it affects everything and it pulls all the way up into that sweater and so that kind of explains the connective aspect of fascia now the protective aspect of fascia is really important because we don't control that it is automatic it's like you're breathing and blinking It is something that goes on behind your awareness, and it's an unconscious thing like an operating system on a computer that runs everything, but you never have to deal with directly. Because if you hear a very loud, sudden sound, you react. It is your survival mechanism to jump, to startle, to run. And when that happens, the fascia contracts inside your body and it squeezes in just like a sea anemone or one of those little gray pill bugs you see in the garden that turn into a little circle when you bug them. (laughs) We do that. We contract. And the purpose of that internal fishnet squeezing everything is... If you are in fight or flight mode and on a primitive level have to fight and get cut, you won't bleed too much because you're being squeezed from the inside and you won't feel it right away because you're in the moment, your nerves are being squeezed and you can do whatever you have to do in the moment to survive and get to safety And many people have had the experience of being in a car accident, and they walk away saying, no, I feel fine. I I, I think I'm doing good. And then in the days and weeks and months following that, they feel it. 
they can feel it in their neck and their back and their whole body went into this panic squeeze mode that um, in the moment helped them, but when they walked away from the accident, their internal fascial fishnet didn't stop squeezing. It felt like, oh, God, we were in danger. We will never let go. We will always be prepared. And they're frozen inside. And that reaction, if it persists, begins to strangle you from the inside. And I've given the example of a car accident, which is a pretty dramatic experience. But this can happen if you just step off the curb funny and you twist an ankle, or you hear a loud noise. Your body squeezes in response to that, and this happens how many times in a day? (laughs) So when we're little, we have a lot of opportunity to move and jump around and spaz out and move in goofy ways and interrupt that internal freeze pattern. But the older we get... And the more dignified we become, the less often we allow our body to unwind that holding. So that is an aspect of fascia and its function as being protective that if we all understood, we would have a little bit more perspective on how to deal with it. And I'll talk about that more in a minute. But to finish my explanation about the third aspect of fascia being a communicator that needs to be explained from what we found out when we stopped looking at fascia on cadavers they used to study the connective tissue on people who had died and their body was donated to science and we would dissect them and we would see fascia as this um, kind of slimy, um, strong stuff that needed to be pulled apart. And anyone who has butchered a chicken and gone to prepare it for dinner knows what that connective tissue is like when it's dead. It's the stuff you have to saw through in a chicken when you're getting ready to cook it. And... We stopped studying that on dead people, and instead this French doctor, Dr. Jean-Claude Gambarteau, said, I want to know how to repair a tendon without leaving restriction in the body. So he took his tools that he would use to do surgery, which are fiber optics, and he shone those into a living person and videotaped what he saw when he magnified the fascia at 25 times magnification. And what he saw were individual little tubules that would bind together and form restriction. But in their healthy state, when pulled apart, were hollow, fluid-filled, and transparent, just like fiber optics and we know that fiber optics carry information because we have cable tv and it is through fiber optic cable that we get the images into our homes 
of television shows. And so what we can conclude from looking at those fibers inside a living person is that they conduct light and light carries information and since it surrounds the whole body and it connects all the parts, it's the one system in our body that touches every other system in our body and neurologists believe that it carries our consciousness. It is the mechanism of consciousness as it carries light and information throughout the body. Boom. Wow. (laughs) We're now, because no, I love this information. This is important. As you, because our body is, our body, everything connects our body. At one point, if your hand fell, another part of your body is going to start hurting. So everything is connected. This whole body has to function. That's why you have to take care of it. You got to be careful what you so put inside true. of it. Because any minute, like you said, anything can happen. You could slip. Your foot could come from under you. I have known that. That happened to my husband. Yeah, your foot could easily come from under you. And you could fall and be like, what's going on? Because something else going yeah. on inside your body. So this is very important information. But what got me is that you actually, you gave up your career as a speech pathologist just for this. Yep, I sure did. The uh, the path <laughs> to where I am today was a long and arduous path, I tell you, because <laughs> I had to hurt myself several times to do the wow. first-hand research um, to find out what doesn't work. And um, I was very frustrated because I would do everything the doctors would tell me to do, and I would still have pain. So I went in search of feeling better. And in the book, I talk about that transition. And I always need to remember to say that the book is available on Amazon called Touching Light. And I explain how... When I had body pain and I went for massage, I was jealous of the therapist. And I I told my therapist, you must have the best job in the world because you know right this minute you're helping somebody feel better. And she just said, well, why don't you do it? As though I could just change my career and walk away from seven years in college and a master's degree and all of that stuff, and just become a massage therapist, which I knew at the time I was married to a physician, was not regarded very highly uh, in the medical profession and was still working to overcome the mystique of massage parlor and that kind of negative connotation. But I couldn't worry about what other people wanted me to do anymore. I had done that enough, and I was so Mm -hmm. clamped up and tight in my own body that I couldn't take it anymore. And so she, my massage therapist, watched my children for me for three months during the time that I drove to Santa Barbara to get my massage license. And I tried to do both for a while, one foot in one world and one foot in the other, until it became painfully obvious. I was really, really passionate about touching people 
and I was not passionate about filling out paperwork and driving around and working with speech disorders. So I finally just gave up and gave in and started working as a massage therapist. But then again, I still had frustration that patients would come in with a, a complaint of pain and I'd make them feel better temporarily, but they would come back with the same complaint. And so that is what led me to find a more long-term method of helping people heal. And and when I found myofascial release in my own body, I noticed that I not only needed to let go of the physical pain that I had, but Mm -hmm. that I had had um, just a very... um, emotionally traumatic childhood and I was still holding from listening to my parents fight. I was holding from having to sit properly in church and not make noise and not rebel and I was um, having to hold my tongue when I would see incredible hypocrisy Um, because my experience was seeing people say one thing and do another And it didn't make sense to me, but I wasn't allowed to ask questions. And what I found was when I would go into talk therapy, all that would do is just bring that stuff up again, and and I would feel the same feelings I did back then, and nobody had any suggestion as to what to do. And so that brings me to this point of explaining that Even though something physical might not have happened to you, your body still responds to the thoughts that it has. So if you hear someone yell, it's kind of a precursor to fight or flight. So your body has the reaction of flight or fight, whether someone hits you or you fall or, or whatever. So the best analogy that I give is to imagine that cave woman used to have an honest reaction to adrenaline. She would round the corner and encounter a wild animal and get a huge shot of adrenaline right to her gut where her muscles for fight or flight engaged to lift her legs for battle or running. And she would do it. She would fight that animal or she would run from it. And in the process, her body, through the muscular squeezing and movement, would metabolize the adrenaline out of her body. And the lactic acid and the uric acid, all that acidy stuff of fear, would get pumped into her kidneys, and then she'd pee it away. Now, imagine that modern woman is driving a car, And she comes around the corner, and somebody pulls out in front of her. And she gets the same amount of adrenaline shot to her gut as Cavewoman did over a wild animal. But she knows that if she were to honestly react with kicking and screaming and running, she'd put herself in danger and other people in danger. So she tells her body, not now! And everything in her, that fascial fishnet, squeezes down and stops her from reacting and the only movement she allows is from the accelerator to the brake 
That's it. And she avoids the accident, still has Mm -hmm. a half an hour to drive home, and by the time she gets there, she's either forgotten that it happened or she processes it intellectually and says, some jerk pulled out in front of me, nearly killed us all. And she's walking around with that fishnet squeezing and holding the adrenaline against her muscle, and it's marinating. And when it is left like that, it starts to get crystallized and gummy, and it causes the saran wrap of your fascial fishnet that's around the muscle to get stuck to the muscle and to your skin so that you stop having full range of motion. But if she knew that this was how her body worked, she could go into her bedroom, close the door, make sure nobody accuses her of going crazy, and privately lays on her bed and begins to kick her heels and pound her fists on the mattress and scream into a pillow, not because she's necessarily mad about anything, but because she knows that she's doing her biology a favor by pumping that adrenaline off the surface of her muscle with her muscular movement. And after a little, what I call a SNIT fitness program like that, there's Mm -hmm. rest and it stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system to release endorphin and dopamine and oxytocin. So quite literally you can measure through someone's urine that they are letting go of the chemistry of fear and they're filling their body back up with the chemistry of love. Wow. That, that's amazing. And, and all all through just using the stop of urine. But before we take a commercial break, I just wanted to say this because of how strong you were able to come through all the negative things that you have been through your life. And, you know, that's a message that I always learned, too, from doing my affirmations call is if you want a different outcome, you have to have a different response. You raise your energy, mm. you, raise, you raise your belief. And the less you believe, the less attractive you are. And, and one thing also, your comfort zone equals your lifestyle. And if your comfort zone, your coffin is your comfort zone. If you're comfortable, then you need to run. And that's one thing <laughs> I, I can detect in you, Renelle. You wasn't comfortable. Yeah, speech therapy, pathologist, yeah, I'm doing this day and hour. I'm filling out papers. But that's not where I want to right. be. And that's one thing I just detected listening through all this important information. I detect that light because you could tell, especially when you did your, when she did her exclamation, yeah, I said, that's it. That's it. She's there. She is there. That, <laughs> that shows you somebody who's passionate about what they actually do. But we're going to take a short commercial break. And when we come back, we're in there. We're going to talk about how, what role does um, Stacia play in the fear response. So stay tuned. Don't touch that dial just yet. Thank you. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes... How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. 
this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single, boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Bright Side with Technician. If you listen to the replay, we're here with Ronell Wood, who is gifted in her chosen field of myofascia relief and a woman of exceptional talent as a writer, teacher, mentor, and public speaker. But she's here to give you a little information because a lot of times we think one muscle hurt because it's hurting, but it's actually hurting because something else is connected to that. And it's so amazing. Um, when I even took science and and in college, you know, how the body is actually connect all these nerves, the, the veins, and everything is connected all together, and it operates. And if you don't take care of what we're learning, but Renee is also a source of simple but life-changing touch, wisdom, and words of inspiration that came from her own experience of healing, physical, emotional, and spiritual pain. And she has a wonderful book out, Touching Life, How to Free Your Fiber Optic Fascia. And she taught me how to say it correctly because a lot of times we, we, no one probably have heard of this, but, hey, that's why I said we're all students here. But before we left off, we were talking about fear as far as it goes with this. <clears throat> now, Ronell, what role does fascia play in a fear response? When you are afraid, it squeezes in to protect you, to keep you from bleeding too much or feeling anything if you have to go to battle. It is primitive. It is part of the autonomic, sympathetic nervous system, and it doesn't matter how much you meditate or how many times you go to church or how good your intention is to rise above, you will always jump if you hear a loud noise. So rather than pretending that you don't have a fear response or get angry or feel negative feelings, it's best to accept that this is a part of your biological nature and it helps if you work with it instead of trying to pretend it doesn't exist and you end up working against it. Wow, so true in so many words. Um, it definitely yeah. is. Wow. Um, now, so what I recommend is a SNIT fitness program, and that means that when you do get scared or angry, you don't take it out on any other person, but you acknowledge mm-hmm. that this fear response is strangling you from the inside and will eventually lead to disease if the holding inside isn't interrupted, that you know to take yourself somewhere quiet and allow your body to physically express all that is stored up in it so that you can dissipate all of that holding and clear the pathways again. 
So what programs would you probably suggest, um, maybe some like yoga or sort to just get that release out? Well, it's interesting you should say that because yoga is a good example, and I live in a town where yoga is a big deal. You sometimes encounter people who have a, a practice of uh, forgiveness and rising above and shining light. But underneath that, you kind of feel a little bit of tension coming from that person, and they may say namaste to you, but what it feels like they're saying is, I don't like you, <laughs> go away. And it is insincere, inauthentic, because they're trying to achieve this um, unrealistic goal of always being able to rise above and never get upset. And that's just not how we are built physically. So I would suggest no program that's out there right now except the one that's yours, genuinely your feelings, because the the body, the mind, and the spirit are all wrapped up together, and you can't separate them out. You can't go to a doctor and have him say, well, I don't deal with the emotional stuff. Let's just see why you have an upset stomach all the time from doing chemis- chemical tests on you. And let's give you a prescription that reduces the amount of acid that your body produces without acknowledging that your body may be producing a lot of stomach acid because you're under a lot of stress and the way that you're coping with life is to not get upset, never tell somebody that you're angry with them, or never let it show that you are um, unhappy because that causes fascial tightening and that can trap your body and create stagnation, a lack of flow, so that you're not emptying out properly. And you can't ignore one for the other, but it is so simple, inexpensive. In fact, it costs you nothing to acknowledge that you may be upset about something and you need to go in your room and pound your fists and kick your feet and find out how you feel after that. If the physician's directive from the Hippocratic Oath is to first do no harm, this would be the place to start long before a doctor ever prescribes pain medication and surgery to have your temper tantrums, get this out of your body, empty the tank as much as you can, or if there's a chapter in my book called I'm not like that, which is really important to know that some people feel like if they were to let go and have a little temper tantrum, something very, very bad might happen. They might uh, hurt themselves. They might hurt someone else. They might start to get upset and never be able to stop, go crazy completely. And that's where a myofascial therapist can help. Because when you come in for a treatment and you lay on the table and I gently traction your arm 
or your neck or your heels. There is no expectation of anything from you. No discussion about things you're upset about. No um, instruction from me that you need to cry about what happened when you were a kid. None of that. We just begin to traction the body. And what we're doing is we're opening that fascial fishnet. We're loosening the grip inside. Right, right. And and what happens naturally, yeah, is that the grip has been holding on to fear, anger, grief, sadness that we have thought nobody wants to see. And... It can be a very weird feeling, but it's wonderful when you're on the table and you feel like, I think I'm going to cry. (laughs) And we just say, all right, let that emotion come up. You have permission to let go here. And it's the one place in the world that I found invited me to let my body tell the truth about how it felt. And they really meant it. You know, I might end up really crying and the snot's running down and I feel, you know, just these heaving sobs coming out of me and I'm thinking, oh, dear, uh, they don't ever want to see me again and they're thinking that I am a complete mess. But, in fact, I would open my eyes and they would just be smiling and facilitating, making sure that I was safe, providing me with Kleenex, and continuing to traction and compress my body as it emptied out its tank. And I never even had to understand why I was having those emotional reactions. We didn't have to go through it and analyze it and talk about it. It was just allowing me to empty out. And um, the reason I do what I do is because I'm now paying it forward for what was mm-hmm. done for me, for those therapists right. that created the space for me to empty out. Nobody got hurt. I never went completely crazy and couldn't come back. And mm-hmm. after doing this for the last 13 years, I see miracles like this happen every day. People who have been holding on to something for 20 years, is gone in 10 minutes when they allow themselves to feel and feel and feel because this we weren't a, given this many nerve endings to learn how not right. to feel. This, this this is a powerful system when you really look at it and the way you mention it, this is pretty much for everybody. Because um, mm-hmm. um, when you look at it, most people have that structure and balance or postural dysfunction from either work or, like you said, life experience and people especially who are active in sports. So I, I can imagine these kind of structure imbalances show up as face, um, facial restrictions. And so yep. this, is a, this is a powerful system. I hope everybody's listening get on this. Um, now, Ronell, is foam rolling the same thing as self-myofascial uh, release? It is not. It has become very popular, and many people in the fitness world are recommending foam rolling. And they say, you need to 
lay on this big, hard styrofoam foam roller on your thigh and support yourself on your shoulder and vigorously grind back and forth on this foam roller to release the fascia. And that is not what's happening. It's actually just crushing the skin against the fascia, against the muscle, against the bone. And displacement or movement of the fascia isn't happening. In fact, bruising can occur, and it can cause you so much pain to do it that you're unlikely to want to continue to do it. And my um, whole philosophy about what I do is that if anything I'm doing causes you to brace, it is the opposite of what I'm trying to accomplish because we have had enough opportunity to prove how tough we are. And the challenge now is to find out how soft we can be. And the foam rolling is not the answer, uh, and it is not self-myofascial release. However, there is a wonderful practice out there using what are called yoga tune-up balls. Uh And they have that 360-degree sink in, and there's little ones and medium ones and big ones. And if you lie on your back on one of these balls, you can put it right in your your glute muscle in your butt cheek, and let go. Imagine that instead of resisting the pressure of the ball, you absorb it into you like it's just going to pop right inside because you melted so much. It helps bring your awareness into where you're clenching and tight, and it gives you the opportunity, if you just hold still and wait, to sink and melt and warm yeah, love oh, those man. things. I know, I know you do. You could tell it. Now, for the ones who might be inquiring about this, is is yoga for myofascial release um, fascia? I got to get that correct. See, I'm gonna get that part <laughs> right. Um, is it different? Is it different than just a regular yoga practice? Yeah. Um, even though it makes, I've made it sound like yoga and myofascial release are connected. They're not. Um, yoga has its own separate um, practice and it focuses a lot on getting into a pose and holding it and kind of overriding internal messages coming from your body. Mm -hmm. Yoga is great if you understand your fascia and you only go as fast as the slowest part of you feels safe to go. And there are really good yoga teachers out there who can help students go at their own pace. But, you know, in general, there's this um, approach to yoga which is kind of competitive, that you go to a yoga class, you see everybody else uh, able to, you know, stick their head through their legs, and you think, I should be able to do that, and you push beyond where you're ready. So fascial release is about not overriding internal messages coming from inside you. It's about um, using these balls to listen in. Most of the time we're so bombarded from outside stimuli that we don't listen to our body. We're always telling it, not now, not now, not now. 
right. the little kid who's nagging us and saying, Mom, 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 Mom. And we want to scream <laughs> at our fashion and tell it to go watch TV. But doing myofascial release is like being the very best parent you could possibly be to your body and kneeling down and saying, I hear you, honey. What is it that you need? And allowing it to soften, listening to what it's telling you, instead of clenching and gripping and powering on. You want to let go and interrupt those messages of pain and grip. And the best words I know to help with that are melt, soften, sink, get heavy and warm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do got a nice little tingle, too, and they all kind of flow right yeah. on in. Now, do I or anyone else need to really know about this in order to benefit from treatment? No. You don't even have okay. to understand any of this. If you, if you go for a Or even know how to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That's my beef because I'm a, a fashion geek. I want everybody to know how to say it and to understand it, and that's my job in this world is to teach it. But to benefit from it, you don't have to understand a single thing about it. When you go for a treatment, you lie on the table, your therapist begins traction and compression and moves very slowly without oil. We don't slide and glide on the skin. Then your body just knows. Your intellect, you know, it always has the answer and wants to figure out why, and it gets rewarded in school for for answering correctly, but it interferes with your body's ability to let go and relax. So on the table, you get to just turn your brain off. It doesn't know, but your body does. It is brilliant in knowing where it wants to be to let go, and when given permission, it will start to stretch and melt and cry and laugh and find its pathway out and unwind all that clenching. Mm. Couldn't be said any better. Now, <laughs> thank Rachel, you. Yes. Now, Rachel, tell us how we can go about getting your book, and maybe even, you know, if someone wants to come to you for treatment, what would they need to do for location, time, and price? Great. My book is available on Amazon. The title is Touching Light, How to Free Your Fiber Optic Fascia. If you would love to receive myofascial release from me, I live in Ojai, California. I know that's spelled weird, O-J-A-I, Ojai, California. And I have four other therapists that work at our place, which is called OM Sanctuary, O-H-M Sanctuary. And we all work and charge different fees according to our experience. And my fees are the highest because I have the most experience. And if you call and schedule with us, you'll expect to be seen in about a week or two, and that one session 
isn't enough. There needs to be a series of sessions, one right after the other, as soon as possible, to interrupt those patterns and not let them come back in again. I also do workshops where a whole bunch of people can come all at once, and it's the less expensive approach to learning about this or dipping a toe into this. And our next workshop is April 30th here in Ojai, and you can visit our website at ohmsanctuary.com to find out more about our upcoming events. And I also travel and present workshops, and uh, there may be one in your area in the next year or so. Awesome. Yes, most definitely. I think that would be awesome if, to really come here where we can get this information. Yes, please just let me let me know when that will begin. I'll be glad to come by and learn because that's, that's one oh. of our biggest downfalls. We don't like to know new things, and then we wonder why things – other things happen the way they do because we don't we're misinformed. You know, no one no one sits around and have commercials on this type of information. I think they should start doing that. Amen. Yes, but thank you so much, Renelle, for coming on. I know that we got to talking and if you have any other questions, please make sure that you do email me at technishaday at gmail dot com and I don't mind forwarding those to Renelle to answer any questions that may be wandering through your mind. If you listen to the replay, please please pass it on for others to listen to. But our message today for everyone, the truth of the day is this from my friend Mary Ellen. When you focus on worry, you waste your energy and time. You may find yourself overthinking your plans or trying to figure out exactly how to make them successful. Through doing this, you are actually hindering your progress. You cannot force the universe, God, to move things into existence. Accept the spaces in life where unknowns exist, allowing the solution to present itself naturally. When you shift your attitude away from the anxiety of worry, a joyful experience ensues. Your worries dissipate and solutions prevent themselves naturally. Today, accept the limitations of what you know and trust the universe. God to fill in the blanks. Enjoy the day, everyone. And women, let's celebrate our day because it's all about mm-hmm. us, our day. So go on out there and have your fun. If you don't have to work, good for you because I do. But, Renelle, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, and I hope to see you next time around, even maybe when the event gets close to, even when you probably get time to come here to Atlanta, Georgia, maybe we can hook up and do a broadcast from here. You are so welcome. God bless you. And listeners, God bless you too. Pass on the information if you listen to the replay. And I love you. And I'll see you next time on the Bright Side with Technicia. Thanks for listening to the Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.